All right. Well, good morning and welcome to the Shadron Berean Church podcast. This is Pastor Justin uh, with you today, and I have uh, another. Uh, it's been a long time, but I do have another uh, Devo for us, a devotional for us. Um, I know I haven't been putting out a whole lot of these devotionals lately, but uh, I think we're going to see some more of them uh, this year because we are, instead of uh, having a theme to focus on this year, like an overall specific theme, um, instead we're going to focus on uh, the core values of our church. So these are uh, uh, core values that developed really over the past several uh, years of preaching on subjects like spiritual gifts, modeling Christ, the Christian family, prayer, worship, that sort of thing. And so uh, just over the, the years in compiling these subjects, we now have an extensive list of core values that uh, that I've recorded that I don't want us to forget and and that I want us to uh, apply if we're going to be a healthy, effective, life-giving, and God-glorifying church. Uh, so each month this year, and it's going to go even on into next year, Lord willing, uh, I plan to focus on one core value each month. We're going to do a devotional just like this one here today. And the core value is also going to appear uh, in our bulletins every week. Be reminded of that. And uh, if you're interested, you'll be able to find the entire list of core values on our website here uh, by the end of the week. So the first core value, I'm so excited about this. By the way, I'm just excited about these core values, and and uh, I'm I'm excited to remind us of each of these as we go throughout the year. But uh, the first one we want to focus in on, focus in on, is joy. Joy, and this is what everybody wants, right? We all want joy. In my first year as a pastor here, my personal theme that year was just to serve the Lord with joy. To serve the Lord with joy. Followers of Jesus should be known for their joy. I've always wanted my ministry to be characterized by a joyful tone. I've said many times before that if we can't have fun and enjoy doing ministry, well, then we won't be doing much ministry at all. This is because no one wants to be part of a church or any other group that doesn't have a sense of joy. I mean, we can communicate all the right information to people, but without a sense of joy, it's going to go over like a, a lead balloon. I mean, who wants to hang out around a bunch of cranks who argue and complain about everything or or go through life as an expressionless stoic. Uh, they, they, stoics and cranks make a terrible witness for the good news of the gospel and the gospel that we, we exult in, we rejoice in. Uh, joyful Christians 
however, are some of the, the most winsome witnesses for Jesus. And Charles Swindoll once said that long before people are attracted to our life of love, they're often attracted first to our joy. They're attracted to our joy. And that's Christ came to bring us joy. He came to bring us an abundant life, John 10.10. 10. And, and in a very real sense, part of that life, that, that, that abundant life is a lightening of our spirits and just learning to laugh at at life, I mean, even in our trials, this doesn't mean life's going to be easy. I'm not trying to, you know, butter that up. But um, it, we we are going to go through trials. We are going to go through difficulties. Life is going to be hard at times. But even in the midst of them, we have a supernatural joy and we're to rejoice in the Lord always not just when things are going our way so there's two principles that I want to share with us this week to make sure that we don't lose our joy and the first one is that joy comes with abiding joy comes with abiding in John 15 10 through 11 John uh, Jesus said, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete or full or overflowing, some translations say. So, Jesus teaches that we can abide in his love by keeping his commandments, just as he kept his father's and abided in his father's love. And the reason he tells us this is because he wants us to have an abundant life characterized by joy. He actually says, I want you to have my joy. I want my joy to be in you. And he wants our joy to be complete. Again, he wants our joy to overflow, to be brimming over. And some sometimes we're tempted, I think, to view God's commands as restrictions that steal our joy. God is looked at like a big bully in the sky who just doesn't want us to have any fun. But on the contrary, for believers, it's when we are living in sin against God that we lack this overflowing joy. So God's not going to let his children enjoy what's not good for them. So therefore, overflowing joy only comes when we are walking in fellowship with the Lord and thus abiding in him. The second principle is that we must be careful where we find our joy. We must be careful where we find our joy or where we place our joy. In Luke 10... When the disciples returned from their first short-term missionary journey, it says they returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Now, understandably, the, the disciples learned that serving Jesus can bring them immense joy. I mean, they were joyful about the way that he had used them and how he empowered them for the work of the ministry over evil spirits and everything like that as he sent them throughout the land of Israel on that first little journey there. It's like a a minor commission in comparison with the Great Commission. This was the commission to Israel. But uh, Jesus knows 
that ministry hardship lays ahead for them, and they need something more secure to rest their joy in. And so he responds to them. He says, Do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. So as heaven's disciples, and especially for those of us who are in some sort of vocational ministry, um, we must be aware of placing beware of placing our joy in what we do uh, in the ministry, or maybe it's your job. Uh, we've got to be aware of placing our joy maybe in, in what we possess. Maybe it's material possessions, maybe it's influential qualities, maybe it's personal performance or power. Placing our joy in anything other than Christ and what he has done for us, uh, formally, <laughs> he mentions, formally inscribing our names in heaven's book of life, uh, placing our joy in anything other than that eternal destiny, that hope of salvation, is a recipe for disaster because everything other than Christ is temporary and fleeting or fluctuates up and down. So we want to place our joy in what is eternal, what is unwavering, uh, not the things of this world. If I place all my joy in my job, but my job isn't doing well, or my job is insecure, my my joy won't be doing well. If I place my joy in a fancy vehicle, and I cherish this vehicle, and I polish it, you know, and I, I can stare at it for for 10 minutes, I can drink a whole Dr. Pepper just sitting in my garage staring at my vehicle, right? It's that kind of car. And then that car gets wrecked or I'm forced to sell it when life gets tough. My joy is going to go with it, okay? But joy comes to stay when we recognize that Jesus is everything we need and because of him, we're saved and going to heaven. I mean, we're placing our joy in eternal things that don't, um, that aren't insecure, things that are secure, things that can't be shaken. And if you seem to have misplaced your joy lately, I would encourage you to pray with David in Psalm fifty one twelve. This is a, a verse worth um, worth getting into your into your mind um, long term. David says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. Notice how his obedience, his willing spirit, uh, his obedient spirit to God um, goes hand in hand with the joy of salvation. So that's our devotional this month. I'd encourage you just to to be joyful. Think about joy and, and how we are to be characterized um, by that and it's a it's a supernatural work of god but uh, at the same time paul commands us he says rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice rejoice